Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 35 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey today. I'm flying solo today, and I thought it'd be a perfect opportunity to chat about something that is close to my heart, and I really believe it's extremely relevant um, to women at pretty much every stage in your life. Um, There's so many different different ways and different times in our lives as women that this particular topic can absolutely be applicable. So without further ado, um, I would like to talk about the pressures of measuring up as women, as a wife, as a mom, in our careers, our physical appearance. I mean, the list really goes on. The pressures of feeling enough largely affects women also versus men. It's not that men don't experience, experience these feelings. It's just we process it a little bit differently. And I also think as women, and I'm speaking from the heart, um, especially if you are very goal-oriented and you're driven, you have so many different buckets in your mind. I can almost visualize it as you know different areas constantly that I'm trying to make sure that I'm succeeding within and I'm also filling each bucket you know to the maximum I can I, I want to strive and thrive in every single area and there can be a lot of pressure around that if you feel like you know I'm not really being the best mom I can possibly be or I'm not really doing a great job at work because I'm so overwhelmed in these other areas and especially right now with a lot of the um you know, social media visuals of, you know, everyone else thriving and and constantly and and doing all of these things or all the things and you feel like, gosh, I'm falling short in so many areas. How will I ever get to that place of feeling as though I am adequate? So I have certain things that I had personally thought of for myself, things that I already implement into my life that I thought might be helpful to you if you are experiencing these things as well. Um, first and foremost, practicing gratitude. And I know that um, this is something that you probably see all the time and it sounds a little played out, but the reality is if we really do take a step back and you know maybe start our day with just practicing gratitude and thinking of little things that that bring us joy um you can start small it does help to kind of put your mind in that place where you are focused on a lot of the positive instead of immediately starting your day feeling as though you are lacking in an area or you're missing the mark um you know recognizing just the beauty in those little things and this could be something that you maybe want to journal if you're someone who likes to journal. Um, I used to really love sitting down with my journal and I actually have some of them still where I would just write just a quick thought or certain goals or certain things that I wanted to make sure that I was mindful of. Um, 
it can help. You know, I don't really do it now, but I think that if that's something, a tool that could potentially help put you in that positive frame of mind in the beginning of your day, um, practicing gratitude and even doing that in your prayer life, I think is a really great way to just kind of switch gears, you know, make sure that you're not going to that place of immediately feeling like I'm already starting my day in the negative. Um, the next thing is take inventory. And when I say take inventory, I really mean take inventory of those around you. So, you know, if if you have individuals that are in your, in your circle, in your life, in your daily life that are emotional vampires, um, people that are taking away from your energy, not really feeding your life in a positive way. And it just feels exhausting each and every time you engage with them, take inventory who really should be part of your daily life and also worthy of your time. And I know we can't do this all the time. You know, obviously you may be working in an office where individuals are potentially emotional vampires and you're not able to necessarily remove them from your daily life. But, um, outside of that, you know, when you're not in the office and you're at home and just in your daily life, you do have control of those that you're allowing around you, around you, around your home, around your marriage, around your children. So take inventory of that. Also where you place your energy. This is really important where you're placing your energy from sunup till sundown can also take away from how you feel at the end of the day and whether or not you were really able to succeed in those areas that are important to you. So if you are placing your energy into something that's really not feeding you and it really has no purpose, for example, you know, if you are spending an hour watching TikTok videos, it's probably not unless you're watching DIYs, but you're watching them just to kind of avoid taking care of the things that you really know that you need to take care of, or it's, it's taking you away from focusing on your goals and your dreams. It's, it's important that we take note of that and You know, that's why there are a lot of times where I may make sure that I'm not on social media because I know that it can be, it steals my time. It can also be a distraction. If I really need to be focused on work, focused on the podcast, creating content, or focused on spending time with my family, my husband and my kids, my home. Um, So I would say take inventory of those things, those around you, where you're placing your energy, And also what's influencing your thought patterns. And that could be social media and it can also be societal pressures. And we really need to, when you are feeling a certain way, if you're feeling as so, gosh, I'm not measuring up in this area, take a step back and think of why. Why are you feeling that way? Is it a societal pressure? Is it someone else that's feeding this information? Is it a comparison that you're that you're doing? You're putting that pressure on yourself because you're looking at, you know, something else that maybe isn't even real, but you're comparing your life or your goals or the things that you want out of whether it's your marriage or for your children or for your business or your career. And you may not be there yet, but you're comparing, doing a comparison, which I think that is definitely something that's relevant now. Um, And a lot of people do this, whether they want to admit it. (laughs) The reality is everyone's done it probably at some point in their life. So if that's something that you're doing, recognize, or if you don't recognize where it's coming from, take a step back and ask yourself, what's influencing these thought patterns? Number three, show yourself grace. 
and I think this sounds easier than it really is. Um, I tend to have a difficult time showing myself grace because I like things a certain way. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm rigid. It just means, or you're rigid. It means that you obviously have a vision of what you want. Um, a lot of people who tend to lean towards perfectionism, whether we all know that there's no, no one is perfect and nothing can possibly be perfect. But if you're always striving to be the best, um, the best that you possibly can be when there are, when there are errors or you feel like you fall short, it can be difficult to show yourself grace. So, you know, I have to tell myself and I would encourage you to tell yourself as well, just because you haven't reached a life goal doesn't mean you failed. It means you have work to do. Just because you haven't reached a life goal doesn't mean you failed. It means you have work to do. And wow, I mean, if you think about that, obviously no one's going to say, well, I don't want to do the work. I'm not lazy. And I know that I'm not. But just by telling yourself that you are showing yourself grace because you can't expect to be where you really want to be or reach your goal overnight, that's not realistic. It's not realistic and it's not a fair pressure to put on yourself. And then when a lot of times, you know, these things can spill over into your marriage or into your relationship with your spouse, if you feel like you haven't reached that goal or you haven't reached that goal together, it could be goals that you have in your relationship with your spouse, but you have to be willing to put in the work and give yourself time. Also, this is a fun one, and I'm huge on this. Um, this actually comes pretty easy to me, but sometimes when you feel discouraged, then you also feel like, well, what's the point? But I would encourage everyone, allow yourself to dream. And I think as moms and as wives, once you get into that, that stage of we have so many things going on with work, virtual school, you know, focusing on spending time together as a family, keeping up with the home, um, really providing support to everyone in your life. You know, it's kind of a natural thing for us as women, I think, to put our dreams on a shelf or, or tell ourselves, we'll circle back to that later, or that's not for right now, or, you know, maybe in five years, maybe in 10 years, when my kids are out of the house, when, you know, my spouse is at this place in his career path, or, you know, when we get to this financial place, um, you know, if I reach this financial goal, then I'll have an opportunity to dream. I'm going to encourage you not to do that. You can always put things off till later, push it back another year, another five months, another five years. That's not going to help. And trust me, it's not going to help your, your, your mindset, your mental state. It's, it's healthy. It's encouraging for you, whether or not you do this with your spouse together or you sit down and you just allow yourself time to dream. You know, how many times do we stifle our own dreams because we feel like we don't measure up in some areas? And so we could even be doing this because we feel like that's not for me or I could never possibly um, reach that or have that dream on my life because, you know, I'm not this or I'm not that or I don't measure up in this area or that area and you could be killing your own dreams your own opportunities that could be right there for you but I think it's encouraging I feel like it's really uplifting for myself if I sit 
And when I have quiet time to think about my dreams and my goals, and of course, these are things that I share with Tommy and I'll tell him um, dreams that I have. And it's not his responsibility and it's not your husband's responsibility to dream for you. Whether or not they support your dream is a different story, a different podcast, but dreaming for you, no one can do that. So number four, allow yourself to dream. Number five, break up with those negative thoughts. Yes, it's time to call negative thoughts and tell them, you know what, this relationship, it's just not working. It's not me, it's you. (laughs) You know, that's right. I feel like it's time to tell those negative thoughts that always play in our heads that the relationship just isn't working. And I think everyone, if we're being honest also, um, there's not a time that whether it's that time of the month or we're having one of those days or we're, you know, stuck at home with, you know, our kids going to virtual school and we're feeling a little discouraged right now, which again is normal and it's real, but we can't stay in that place of letting those negative thoughts really have the controls. And it can be hard to kind of shut those off, but there are so if, if I'm honestly, like I, I think back on it and if I could go back, sometimes I recognize that there were moments in my life where I did let negative thoughts hold me back. I let negative thoughts hold me back from pursuing certain things. Maybe I pursued them later, but I didn't pursue them initially because I let negative thoughts initially start planting seeds of fear. And so, you know, if we think about those negative thoughts, whatever they may be, it can snowball into other emotions whether it be fear, anger, uh, sadness or depression or anxiety. So it's important to, like when we are, you know, taking that step back and asking ourselves, you know, what's influencing our thought patterns. Also, when you hear those negative thoughts, what's influencing those negative thoughts? And so if those negative thoughts are taking you to a place of fear where you feel as though I don't measure up or I can't potentially reach this goal, or I can't go after those dreams, um, because I'm not, you know, I don't measure up in this area or that area, whether it be financial status, or you feel like my looks don't measure up, or, you know, my marriage isn't where I want it to be, or, you know, I haven't had kids yet. Am I ever going to get to this point? Or I have, you know, three kids at home. There's no way I could potentially go after this dream. Take a step back, take a step back, shut those negative thoughts off, even if you have to write those thoughts down, tear the piece of paper up, um, or throw it out, flush it down the toilet, um, you know, get it out, get it over with and restart. So I would encourage every woman who is feeling this way. Um, you know, again, it's going to be practice gratitude, take inventory, show yourself grace, allow yourself to dream and break up with those negative thoughts. I think this month was probably a really great time. Um, I know we, This month is Women Appreciation Month. And, um, you know, of course, I myself as a mom, as a married woman, as a career woman, I've experienced all of these things, um, negative thoughts or feeling inadequate in certain areas or certain times. Um, But I have over the years kind of learned what really works for me. Um, These are things that I also have to keep in in play for myself because, you know, there are times where, yeah, I I may fail at something. Um, does that mean I'm going to, you know, throw my ball down and leave the playground because I didn't win the game, which side note, um, just a little fun story. 
when I was a kid, um, I won't say who, but someone who is uh, in my family, close family member, um, we would play board games. And if anyone was winning besides that person, they would throw, and we were children, throw the board game up uh, in the air, just throw it in the air and just walk away from the game because they weren't winning. And that's okay. I mean, obviously, the, these are children we're talking about. We were like five, six or seven. Um, you know, when we're as grown adults, we can't throw the board game and throw all the pieces in the air just because we're not winning or we're not where we want to be. I mean, that's not realistic. We're going to fail. We're going to fall. Brush your knees off, get up, and start again. And so that's something that I really want to continue to put into practice for myself. Um, I have a lot of goals and a lot of dreams, and um, you know, I don't plan on stopping at any point in time as far as pursuing my goals and my dreams. And um, I'm really grateful that Tommy is very supportive of that. And we always have these conversations, which I think are fun conversations, but it's also not his responsibility to put those steps into place that I need to make sure I'm doing for my own mental health on a daily basis to also stay on point. And I want to encourage a lot of other women who are experiencing things because I feel like we do process that differently. And a lot of women are probably feeling the very same way. Um, so just having a little heart to heart, I hope this is something that was encouraging and uplifting and something that you can also implement um, on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Thank you for joining me on my solo episode and have a great day. Thanks guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.